Hey, it's Charlie here. Welcome to episode 22 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. So my question today is, are you suffering from burnout? Maybe you don't know. Maybe you're just feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you're anxious, you're tired. Just a few of the symptoms of doing too much. And I discuss the importance of nurture in combating those feelings of burnout all the time. And today I want to give you some strategies for noticing where in your life you're nurturing yourself and where you aren't. If you've been following me regularly, then you will notice that I've been talking about the importance of self-care, nurture and balance with increasing regularity over the last few years. I talk to friends, loved ones, businesswomen, mums at the school gate who are feeling completely exhausted even more so during the coronavirus pandemic. And in fact, a large proportion of my clients reach me displaying symptoms of burnout for a long time before they've taken the step to do the work alongside a professional. We put up with the symptoms and warning signs of burnout and overwhelm for far too long before we do anything about it. Maybe we're not aware of what those signals are, Perhaps we put a brave face on things, fearing that if we can't handle the pace, then we'll get found out. Or, often, we tell ourselves that we should toughen up. So many of us believe that we have to put up and shut up. And I find that unless something dramatic happens that forces us to stop, or we get diagnosed with the physical or mental effects of a nervous breakdown, then most people carry on regardless of just how bad, sad or mad we may be feeling. So are you suffering from burnout right now? Burnout displays itself as an indicator that you can't handle it or that you feel you've failed in some way or that you're feeling extremely vulnerable. The truth is though that feeling this way shows you're a human being with emotions and feelings just like everyone else. You're doing the best you can with the information you have. You, you are enough. The thing is though that you're probably focusing on everyone else first. You know you don't have to be collapsed in a heap on the floor or seeking therapy to be burnt out, although I would recommend getting professional support if it's gone that far. Maybe you feel like you're just a bit stressed out right now, a little tired from not sleeping, or maybe you're sleeping more than normal. Perhaps you're finding it hard to concentrate or you're getting panic attacks. There are many symptoms to stress and you can find out loads more on the MIND website. Remember, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Whether you describe it as refilling your cup or putting on your own oxygen mask, it's important that you look after yourself first. Although it may feel like we need to spend all of our time looking after others, it's actually detrimental to both them and us. When our cup is full, we have more energy and more capacity to serve those around us and to serve ourselves. So here are seven questions designed to help you identify where and how you can take the time to avoid burnout and refill your cup. Number one, in which area or areas of your life are you aware that you need to slow down? Number two, who are you giving all your time and energy away to? Number three, what are those things that you wish you could do more of or less of? Number four, What does self-care mean to you? Number five, what would you do to make yourself feel good, happy, relaxed, cared for if you had all the time and resources in the world? Number six, 
What does having fun mean to you? Number seven, what can you do when you are at your absolute best? Now, I love a plan. I might not always stick 100% to the plan, but having one makes me feel better. And this is true in all aspects of my life, but it wasn't always like that. And as I've already said, it's so easy to put everyone else first that we don't make time to nurture ourselves. And when it feels like there isn't time to have a deep, relaxing bath or enjoy a healthy meal, have a special treat or take a deep breath, that is when we most need to. It's something I struggle with. I'm a busy kind of gal and I like it that way, but it can cause me problems. I used to make lists, but then I found I lost them, forgot to look at them or had to make a list of my lists. (laughs) I put reminders in my phone, but so often I was too busy to see them. So now I have a new plan. And after talking with a client and seeing her come up with a solution to a similar problem, I reflected on our session. My client had decided she needed to block out days in her calendar to ensure she achieved all she needed to do, including rest time. Like my client, before creating a self-care plan for myself, I was trying to fit in me time whenever I could, which basically meant every few weeks when I remembered. Time would pass and suddenly I was feeling run down, overwhelmed and on edge. And there are times this still happens because, you know, life and kids happen. So how to make a plan to nurture yourself? First, there are different areas of our life that require nurture. Emotional, physical, psychological, social, spiritual, personal and professional. So when creating your plan, think about the activities you enjoy related to each area. And keep it in a place that you can look at it often and reevaluate monthly, looking at any blocks and how you might overcome them. I wonder if it might be helpful to talk you through my plan as an example. It goes without saying that you can make yours however you want, and if you need more inspiration, then I would recommend Pinterest. As I've already mentioned, I put the non negotiable elements of this plan into my calendar, which I open daily. I work around holidays and school holidays and my working days when we're in normal circumstances, obvs. You will need to tailor it depending on what your days look like in terms of working hours, caring, responsibilities and other commitments. So, my morning, I get up early before everyone else is awake if I can and I choose one of the following. A 15 minute meditation, an opportunity to journal, 15 to 30 minutes of yoga or 30 to 45 minutes of running. This is followed by reviewing my day and prioritising three things that have to happen. I'm going to talk about that another time. If you want to know more, then please get in touch. Then in the afternoon and through the day, I drink water and make healthy food choices. I get outside with or without the kids, depending on the day. I play and connect with them. I create some time to connect with my community, especially as important as a self-employed mum. And when it comes to a certain point in the day, I actively disconnect from the technology. In the evening, I spend some time with my partner to reconnect after a busy day. I tidy up. This doesn't always happen, but I feel better if I do. I might watch TV or read. I run a couple of evenings a week and I go to bed early or maybe I pick up some crochet. Now, I'm sure that these all sound suitably sensible and common sense-like, But they are also the things that go out of the window when I've booked too many clients in or overcommitted on volunteering or when the kids are ill or won't go to bed. 
I try and cover each of the main areas of my life and I aim to meet all of them over the week. As a general rule, the most important and therefore the one I am able to keep most consistent is the morning routine. You will find your own activities and routines. This plan is not set in stone. Some days and weeks I do more self-care than on other days. I also schedule in one day a month that's free. I put my holidays in as far in advance as I can, particularly important as someone who's self-employed. On the whole though, by taking the time to acknowledge that winging it doesn't work for me when it comes to nurturing myself, it's helped me make regular time for myself and the result is that everyone's happy. Because it's really important to remember that self-care and nurture isn't about spending lots of money or being by yourself all the time, although it might be for you. It's about creating balance in your life and ensuring that you plan in time for yourself as well as others. As always, thanks so much for listening today. Remember to leave any comments or questions and I'll pop back and answer them. You're welcome to join my Facebook group for live videos, webinars and wisdom from the rest of the tribe. And if there's anything that I've recovered today that you'd like some more help with, then please get in touch over at www.yourtimetogrow.com and join me back here next Tuesday for the next episode.